Hey, I'm Emily Duncan Wilson, and I'm the producer of Classical Sprouts. If you love this podcast as much as we do, please donate to help Sprouts continue to grow. Go to classicalsprouts.org slash donate. Thanks. It's known as the most famous waltz ever written. But do you know why it was written in the first place? Or that it was originally written for a choir? We're going to the river to listen to Johann Strauss the Younger's The Blue Danube today on... Classical Sprouts! This new year, LifeKit wants to help you succeed because everyone needs a little help being human. It can seem so overwhelming. You're not alone. Who can I commit to being? If you want to do something, then just do it. Just take that first step. Great advice every week. Listen to Life Kit from NPR. Howdy and hello and vigate sprouts on your host, Kate Botello. Before we get bobbing along the Danube today, we'll have a Quizlet question for you that we'll answer at the end of today's episode. Since the Blue Danube was originally commissioned in Austria, we're going to have our Quizlet be Austrian as well. What popular musical and movie takes place in Austria? Which musical features a family of singers in Austria? We'll stick around to the end of the episode. We'll let you know if you got it right. Today, we're going back to the year 1865 in Vienna, Austria. Composer Johann Strauss the Younger, that would be the second, was asked by the director of the Vienna Men's Choral Society to write a piece of music for their choir. He agreed, but he was super busy composing other music, and he didn't get around to writing it until the next year. And in that time, Austria lost a war, and overall, the vibes in Austria and in the city of Vienna were pretty low. So by the time Strauss got around to writing the piece, he knew he needed to write a joyful waltz song to lift the country's spirits. Now, in Europe, there's a super long river called the Danube, and it runs through 10 different countries. As he was preparing to write the piece, Strauss remembered reading a poem by Carl Isidore Beck, where each stanza of the poem ended with the line, By the Danube, beautiful blue Danube. Now, here's the funny thing, though. Um, At the time, the Danube River didn't even run through the city of Vienna, and people weren't very kind to rivers then, meaning they were pretty stinky and murky because people threw a lot of stuff in them, and they didn't have plumbing or toilets in their houses, so it probably wasn't even that blue. And he thought that the sentiment of a beautiful blue Danube was nice enough to inspire his new piece for the choir. It was called... Anderschenen Blauen Donau in German, or By the Beautiful Blue Danube in English, and it premiered in 1867 by the Vienna Men's Choral Society. The waltz itself isn't just one waltz melody. The full piece is about 10 minutes long and showcases five different waltz themes, meaning each theme is in 
three, four time. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. But then, later that year, the World's Fair was going to be in Paris. Now, World's Fairs were like big parties that happened at different locations around the world, and each country brought things to show off and share about what's great about their country. Remember, this was before the internet. And Strauss rewrote the waltz for orchestra to present for Austria. It became an instant hit, and that is the version that's still popular today. The Blue Danube is now Austria's second national anthem, and it's a popular finale to many New Year's Day concerts in Vienna and around the world. It's also used in tons of movie and TV soundtracks. Where have you heard it before? We'll have some examples on our website, as well as a full recording on our website, classicalsprouts.org. At the beginning of the episode, I asked you which popular musical and movie takes place in Austria. It features a family of singers and songs like Edelweiss, Do Re Mi, and The Hills Are Alive. You got your guess? Desk roll, please. It's the sound of music. Be sure to follow Classical Sprouts wherever you find your podcasts and find and follow us on Instagram at Classical Sprouts. Until next time, I'm your host, Kate Botello. Our producer is Emily Duncan Wilson with support from Amanda Sewell. Classical Sprouts is produced by Interlochen Public Radio as a part of the NPR Podcast Network. Auf Wiedersehen, Schnuckiputzi! Putzi.